Okay, Alison Bruzek. Okay, Jamie Bologna. How would you rate my emoji game? How would I rate? Oh. Yeah, like on a scale of one to 10, where would you put my emoji game? Honestly, like we're friends. So I'm going to I'm gonna give you the truth. Yeah, no, please. I, lay it on. It's like a two. <laughs> <gasps> no, I did not expect it to be that bad. That's hurtful. It's bad. Let me let me say part of it might be because you have an Android and I have an iPhone and I think sometimes they come a little bit differently. But also I would say that you don't you just don't send a lot of emojis. You're a man of words. I like to write words. That is true. <laughs> that is true. That's why you work in radio because you like words. Yeah. I also like to say words. That's right. Honestly, the only emojis I've been sending you lately anyway are those the ones that I think represent our show, no signal. It's like the yes, the, the little the, no the circle with the cross through it. Yeah, and then like the Wi-Fi the signal, little bars. Yeah, the little bars. Yeah, that's like the only emojis that I use. Those, but those are the only ones we need. But I'm about to start sending you more because like they're starting to roll out 117 new emoji later this year. 117 more. What do they? What do we possibly need? We already got the avocado. Yeah. No. Well. So here's the thing. A bunch of these are more inclusive, which I think is great. You know, mm. like there's um, there's the, the the trans flag. There's a a trans symbol. There's things like a toothbrush and a plunger and a, <laughs> a boomerang. There's also just more, just sort of more gender fluid emojis. As as it is right now, you can only send. Uh, a man in a tuxedo and a woman in a wedding dress and veil. But now you can send what looks like a man in a in a wedding dress and veil and, and vice versa. I can finally show my true wedding style through my emoji. Yeah. This is all I needed to die <laughs> on this earth. <laughs> or like as a new parent, you know, which I am, like there's now an emoji of, of a dad, you know, feeding a baby with a bottle. So that's sweet. But the reason I bring this up, great. Inclusion, amazing. Yeah. I'm into it. Into it. And you know who else they're including in this? Who are they including? Italian-Americans. Ah! There's a new emoji that's... Tell okay, me. so take your hand, Allison, because you can only picture this, I, I think, if you do it. Take take your hand and put your palm up. Okay. Yep. And then take all of your fingers and bring them together in like a... It looks like, like an Italian fist. coin purse, you know? Okay. Your thumb and all your fingers oh, together. Oh, yeah, into yeah, like a okay. Yeah, like when you do a chef's kiss. And then you shake your hand right. and you go, What's the matter with you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. They have an emoji yeah. for that now. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? That's the emoji you're going to be sending. I have been dying for this emoji my entire life. Okay, please do the impression. Do the do the full impression so I know what I'm thinking about when you send me the emoji. <laughs> no, well, really, it's my mother. Just I can see it in my head. My mother just doing that and just being like, "What's the matter with you?" You know, like, "Are you for real right now?" It's it's it says so much in so little. And so I actually I really appreciate that and I'm excited on using it. And so maybe I can up my emoji game from 2 to like a 4, you know? I I think I think this might even bring it to a six. You might even make it past the halfway point is all I'm going to say. You know, where I thought you were going with this was when you said the toothbrush and the plunger that all of a sudden we were going to get more sexual innuendos in the emoji. And I was like, I can't even (laughs) see anymore. Let me see. Let me look at some of the other. I mean, there's like there's a bunch of new animals. You know, there's a fly and a worm and a, a woolly mammoth. Yeah, there's there's definitely like each of those. For someone is a sexual innuendo. Yeah, there's always a way to make whatever image you send into something truly terrible. 117 more ways for everyone out there. Mazel. 
Hi, and welcome to No Signal. I'm Jamie Bologna. And I'm Allison Bruzak. And the point of this podcast... Wait, wait, wait. This podcast has a point? It has a point! <laughs> the point crazy. of this podcast is to help you solve some of your thorniest problems with technology. Hopefully, without making you want to take a hammer to your devices. Although, sometimes, that's the only solution. <laughs> Just, you know, give it a good whack. Might make you feel better. Or, you could pick up your phone and give us a call. The number is 617-917-4717. That's 617-917-4717. Or you can send us a tweet. We're hello, no signal. But really, it's a podcast. It's an audio thing. We're trying to make new friends. So <laughs> give us a call. Hello, you're on no signal. Hi, this is Mark. I'm calling from Boston. Hey, Mark. How are you? Good. I have a question about whether Alexa is spying on me or not. Ooh, <laughs> I love this question. I okay. this question a lot for my mother. So why do you think it's spying on you? So one day, my girlfriend and I were in our apartment, and our coffee maker, which we inherited from my roommate, stopped working. Oh, no. And so we were, we were talking to each other about our coffee maker and how we would have to get a new one and if we could fix it or not and all that. And we have an Alexa in our apartment, but neither of us had searched for anything mm-hmm. until we finally sat down and my girlfriend pulled up her Amazon app. And when it popped up, all of the recommendations were coffee makers. Oh, of course. So I'm like, is Alexa listening to us? So you're, you're just, you're there, you're making coffee, the thing breaks. It's already a terrible morning. Yeah, exactly. right. I know. And th- so what do you... What did you say to your girlfriend and what did she say back? Well, so, so like, my girlfriend's name's Melissa. I was like, okay. Melissa, our coffee maker's broken. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe I can figure that out. Maybe our electricity went out. Like, maybe our outlets aren't working. How do I fix this? We didn't look it up right away. It must have been later that day. We're like, I guess we're going to have to buy a new coffee maker. I'm sure I said that at some point. Ooh, and this you, is so good. I, I feel know. like I'm on CSI. I it's know. like a reenactment. <laughs> okay, did you say... well? Do you know what your Alexa wake word is? Like, have you changed it from the standard? Oh. It's definitely not coffee maker. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, right. Pretty sure it's Alexa. I don't think we've ever changed it. So it's not like Amazon. Because mm. I'm, I'm just envisioning you guys sitting there, or at least I, I could see myself doing this, be like, oh, we should search Amazon for a coffee, a coffee maker. maker. And that could trigger right. the Alexa. We could have said that. But it shouldn't have woken up anyway, because we never fiddled with the... Mark, is there any (laughs) chance that your girlfriend had been thinking about a coffee maker before this happened? (laughs) I don't think so. A couple searches here, a couple searches there, a cookie here, a cookie there. Yeah, yeah. Or did you search coffee filters? Did you run out of filters recently? Did you run out of beans? We have like 500 coffee filters. And <laughs> Who doesn't? I know. She had last ordered a French press probably like a year ago. So I was thinking like maybe they can predict that like your last coffee purchase is broken mm-hmm. down. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. It's been but a year since that French press, absolutely. Mark. Time for a new one. <laughs> but like there's n- no way that it happened the same day that ours just went kaput. So two words for you, Mark. Confirmation bias. (laughs) (laughs) Like, how many times have you logged into Amazon and it suggested a bunch of stuff and you don't even think about it because it's like so outside of the realm of what you want? Right. It's like every day, right? All the time. 
But this one time, it worked out just perfectly. <laughs> and it knew your mind. Oh. And you're saying that, like, every single recommendation was a coffee maker, and that's just by chance. Well, if you take the companies at their own words, you know, Amazon, Google, Siri, Apple, they all say that they're not listening all the time. They're listening for the wake word, and they're not uploading unless a wake word is heard. But what we do know is that Amazon and Google engineers do listen to and transcribe conversations, and they actually do use recordings from when the machine wasn't activated or turned on by accident. Oh, it's, God. I know. It's part of their goal, creepy and all that, to get to know your wants and needs better than maybe even you know them yourself. But you can, you can double check. Just in case, memories are fallible. Mm. I also learned that from CSI, <laughs> that you should go into the app and check the settings, go to the history, and you can see any time you've set anything around your wake word for your device, and it'll capture that recording. So you can see if, you know, maybe accidentally one of these days you might have mentioned the wake word and mentioned the coffee maker. I mean, maybe you said, Melissa, we need to look for a coffee maker and... I don't know. I could hear that as sounding like Alexa. <laughs> no credit to voice recognition. <laughs> I never get I like the name it. right. But never. they do have a transcription of every time we've used the wake word. Yes. Yes. And oh, the wow. and the audio clip of it. It's just a couple of seconds, oh, though. We're not talking <laughs> minutes, but we're talking seconds on either side. Yeah. Yes. Are you terrified yet, Mark? Uh, <laughs> you bit. already was. Yeah. Yeah. I don't <laughs> think the system works that way quite yet. It could, but it's not. But if it happens two more times, call us back and we'll change our mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You'll be the proof. I'll keep that in mind. Thanks right. so much, Thanks, Mark. Mark. Thank you. Good luck finding a coffee maker. <laughs> Bye, Mark. Jamie, we've only just begun, but you know what? Let's take a break. We don't want to hurt ourselves by doing too many good deeds at once. Plus, <laughs> don't we have, like, sponsors? Do we have sponsors? I mean... Yes, the sponsors. Sponsors! <laughs> we'll, be we'll be back after their plugs. And if you don't fast forward through the sponsors who are paying us unlimited money, you'll unlimited. get our first installment of Need One Purge. You know, our most favorite segment. To be honest, it's also our least favorite segment. <laughs> but it's kind of our only segment. So, we're just getting going. Back in a minute, or however long this thing takes. Support for No Signal comes from gravitational waves produced by the collision of two black holes some 400 megaparsecs from Earth and... From listeners like you. Or listeners smarter than you. Or dumber than you. We love all our listeners equally, except the ones who donate. We do love them the most. But you know what? At least we're more honest than your parents. Wait, do you think my parents have a favorite? Your parents definitely have a favorite. <laughs> it's totally not me, is it? <laughs> Be our favorite. Visit our Patreon. We're Hello No Signal. And, and like, don't just visit it. Give. And give. Yeah. Hi, we're back, and you're listening to No Signal, the show where we help you figure out how to manage your technology before it manages you. I'm Jamie Bologna. And I'm Allison Bruzek. And we have a regular segment on this show. It's called Need, Want, Purge. And the title is kind of self-explanatory. <laughs> so, Jamie, what have you got for me this week? This week I have a want. Ooh, what, do you, what does Jamie want? So, 
I want a Faraday pouch for my cell phone. Have you heard of these? <laughs> no. Okay, so they're like these little leather or whatever pouches made out of some sort of science and math and metal <laughs> okay. that keeps your phone from emitting any kind of signal. So you, so can, you literally want no signal. I want no signal. what you're telling on me. Phone, okay. You put your phone in it right. and no one can get in and nothing can get out. <laughs> <laughs> and it protects you completely from any sort of signal interception or hacking. It, it's just a nice little a little pocket. You just put your phone it's in it a, and then you're safe. And you feel safe. You can be at home and it's not tracking you. It's not listening. It's not anything. It's so this is like gone. the, instead of the freezer method, this is like the upgrade to the I mean, freezer I method. I guess I could make my own with just like a little bit of Reynolds wrap or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you're going to go and buy something <laughs> that I could make you at my house well, tonight. It's a product for everything. So wait, wait, what does this look like? Like, are you going to look cool when you're like carrying it no. around? Like people, people are going to no. be like, oh yeah, he's no, so no. cool. It's the least cool <laughs> thing. It looks like, do you remember way back when, maybe they still exist, those inter-office envelope Oh yeah, with the things. little string, the little the red little string, and yeah. you wrap it around, and yeah, you write yeah. like, like you know, like Samantha and Billing, <laughs> and then it goes off to Samantha. It, it looks, looks like, like that. that. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can attach it to a belt. No, it's gonna be like no, a palm pilot. Little, right they there. have bigger ones that are okay. that actually that size for an iPad or something, but but the little one just looks like the size of a phone. So now when you leave your house, you're gonna be like, okay, I gotta get my wallet, I gotta get my keys, I gotta get my phone, I gotta get my Faraday cage. You're just gonna be office, taking it all out, envelope, right? all of the things. Exactly. It's just one more thing for you to forget. Well, Allison, what's yours? Do you have a need, a want, or a purge this week? I have a purge this week. What is it? My inbox is full. So just delete your inbox. I can't. I can't. I can't just delete my inbox. It's like 17 gigabytes of memories. It's the memories, James. It's like PDFs from my first job. It's photos from the wedding. I can't delete it. I can't do it. I can't. But you don't have to delete it. You can go into your Google account and download it as a zip file. Oh, I don't want to do that. I don't want 17 gigs on my computer. (laughs) I I have to, I know I need to Marie Kondo it, but I just can't. No, I just, you know, it's at the point. It's actually so bad that when you look at the emails, you know, normally it says like one of 50, one of 100. No, it just says one of many. Like That's how bad it is. Like when you go to a restaurant, if the waiter comes over and you say, how many calories are in that dessert? And the waiter goes, many. (laughs) Like, you know what that means. Like you're going to enjoy it and then you're going to be full of regrets. Like I am in my regret phase. I I think... You don't have to delete everything. You can put it in the cloud. You can pay. Is this a Gmail account? This is a Gmail account. You can pay like two bucks a month to get more more storage. No, I think I'm just going to start over. I think my purge is just I start fresh. I start anew. I come up with a new email address. I'm going to give you a new email address after the show. How am I? So you'll give it to me. You're I'll not give it. Lie. It's only for Jamie Bologna. I mean, don't tell him. But like, <laughs> this is actually just an email for Jamie. <laughs> the rest of everyone else can continue. I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like this one bit. You're never going to check the Jamie Bologna email. <laughs> the email's from Jamie to Allison at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just because that's the name of the email doesn't mean that's all it's for. <laughs> Jamie is bugging me at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm going to go create it right now. That's actually great. But what I'm saying is, you know, don't. Don't email me. You should call me. And you can call us. 617-917-4717. Hello, you're on No Signal. Hi, this is Ellen. I'm calling from Boston. Hi, Ellen. What's going on? Well, I've had this for a number of years. It's not earth shattering, but it's very annoying. I have Verizon is my carrier that I use for my home phone and also for my computer. I've had Microsoft Outlook for years. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I use, I don't really sit at my computer much anymore. Recently, I, somebody donated a Mac to me. Nice friend. I know. They were going to give it back to Mac. I said, you can give it to me. <laughs> anyway, so I have that. But I also, I really operate off of my phone like 99.9% of the time. So I'm scarcely mm. in front of my computer. But historically, and even now, if I try to re- reply to an email that has come in via Microsoft Outlook on my phone, it won't let me reply. It just comes up with this message. And I took a screenshot of it. It's, it says something like STMP, mm. you know, blah, 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 blah. It's all gibberish. <laughs> Tech gibberish. Right, sure. right. I had nobody been able to help me figure out how to get around it. So how long has this been going on, Ellen? Oh, I would say at least two or more years, three years even, maybe. Wait a minute. I'm not kidding you. (laughs) Three years? You haven't Mm -hmm. been able to send an email? No. So if it's people I like, I just (laughs) have their cell phone numbers and I will text them and go, sorry, I can't reply by email. Don't even ask. Do they think you're trolling them? (laughs) Like, I don't want to respond to my emails? I just think they think I'm out of it, that I cannot respond. And so I'll say, just here, here's my work email. Just email it to both if that makes you happy. But I will not respond to the <laughs> Ellen, this is, this is... I love this. This is my dream. I want this. I oh. never have to respond to an email again. Do you really That's want it. us to yep. fix this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I can just keep ignoring it. I won't tell them that I did it, but um, I can just selectively respond to people that I, I care to. Well... I think you you gave us a little bit of a hint of onto what the problem might be with the uh, SMTP. Mm-hmm. Can I interrupt though and ask what kind of phone do you have, Ellen? Oh, my, I have an iPhone. Do you happen to have an iPhone six? Yes, that's what I'm talking to you uh, about right now. Yeah. I know what it is, and you're on the right track. I'm on the right track. You're on the right track. I think this is a server problem because all emails since the beginning of time slash the '80s go through SMTP when they send an outgoing email and it's a different server than the incoming server and Gmail and all these other accounts they handle it their own different ways but they all use SMTP to send email and Mm -hmm. so as soon as you said that I was like oh I think it's just a server side setting in your phone or Outlook or computer exactly Um, but why why is the iPhone 6 piece standing out to you Allison so this is going to sound crazy, but it might also be very satisfying to you, Ellen. There is right, a specific bug that happens in iPhone 6 if you have a Verizon account. Oh, my this sounds goodness. Cra- yes, yes. So when you set up your email, you actually mm-hmm. need to go into the settings. And iPhone 6 in particular will automatically fill out the form for you for the outgoing mail server, like Jamie said, and it does it incorrectly. So it puts in default wrong information. So you have to go in there and actually delete what's in there and put in what's right. So what you probably have in your outgoing mail server right now is like your email. It's like something at Verizon.net, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you need to take that out and it just needs to be SMTP dot verizon dot net and that's it and and then no and then there's one other piece there's a username and a password field and you do Correct. need to type in your username and your password well that would presume that i know what my username <laughs> and password are you, yes. you probably do because you're logging into the web portal right <laughs> i'm telling you i just ignore it all so i have to actually go back and look and see what my latest Verizon password is. I have it in my phone. Whether or not it meets with reality is another story. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ellen, for calling. Not at all. Yeah, and good Thanks luck, Ellen. Helping. All right, take care. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Allison Bruzek. Yes, Jamie Bologna. 
You know I'm incredibly great at math, right? <laughs> so <laughs> amazing. Could you not like <laughs> laugh so heartily? But so, listen, <laughs> I did some back of the envelope math. Oh just god, now, here we go. Because I, I can't stop thinking of what Ellen just told us. Ellen, she hasn't sent an email in three years. That is my dream. <laughs> so I I went into my Gmail here on, on my laptop and I looked at my sent folder just in my personal email. Uh, how oh, many wow. emails do you think I sent? In, in in the last year? In just one year? Just one year. Okay. I am going to guess like 5,000. 13,000 emails oh my in one gosh. year. Okay. Oh my. <laughs> that means Ellen sent three times. Ellen didn't send three times as many. That's like, I, 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 you know, carry the seven. That's almost 40,000 <laughs> emails, okay, of unsent emails that could have existed if Ellen's email problem had been fixed three years ago that's actually kind of beautiful like 40,000 times she didn't have to press the send button that's free, like I'm kind of jealous actually she's free now that we're talking about it <laughs> <laughs> okay and wait take your emails yeah and let's say that you spend like 30 seconds for at each least, right, 15 artisanally to crafted email Call like how much 30. time is that okay so let me just say, it took me like 20 minutes to calculate that 40,000 number. I have <laughs> no idea how to calculate how many <laughs> What is that? You're it's too much math. Me. You went no, to MIT. Let's end it. Nope, it's over. Let's just say, uh, what? How long? Call two it weeks? two weeks. That's a vacation. Call it two weeks. We could have got a vacation. <sighs> We're all slaves to our emails. That's the moral of you the story. Thank right you know who's trapped right now? Our listeners. They're stuck <laughs> in this episode. We should just end it. End it. Be a, by all means, be my guest. And honestly, listener, we're we're stunned that you stuck with us till the very last moment. <laughs> Good on you. I always skip the credits in the podcast. By the way, of course you do. You don't like sponsors, but <laughs> since you out there are still here, just know this: No Signal is a production of the Human Resources Department, where our <laughs> slogan is: If you have a serious problem, deal with it internally. <laughs> Our show is produced by David, the Cavs of Belleville Green, Tim Skog, Heidi Shin, Mike Garth, and our barber, Taryn Arhero. Oh my god. So <laughs> I'm Jamie Bologna. And I'm Allison Bruzek. And before you call us for moral, emotional, and technical support, just ask yourself, have you tried restarting it? It always works. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>